Hi guys, just a reminder, this podcast will contain swearing, spoilers, and it is all our own opinion. What's going on guys, I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And this is Pilot Era, the show you're listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. So, what is that? It's a dog. Oh my god, I thought that was the cat's. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard a dog. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to do the Filthy Frank intro again, and then I was like, kind of disappointed. Oh, sorry. But this is what takes... What it do, everybody? <laughs> it's your boy Filthy Frank here. Back from the grave, motherfuckers. You feel better about that now? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we had to do a few takes because we just got these new mics and it kind of was stuffing up for some reason. Yeah. But yeah, these mics are sick. <laughs> they sound pretty good. Yeah, we got... Fancy Rode microphones. They cost us like $180 each or something. Ridiculous. They're pretty nice. We we put the money in for you guys. So we hope that you enjoy some nicer quality. Yeah. And big shout out to Josh's family who chipped in some cash. Supporting um, cash. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They gave us money for our engagement, which we've been telling them for months not to do that. Yeah. It's like, we don't want anything. It's just an engagement. Like... Well, we finally broke down, and then they gave us money for these. Yeah. So we spent our engagement money on you guys, which is pretty nice. I think, anyway. It is nice. Yeah, last weekend was a bit of a family-orientated weekend. We got yep. the money from your family, and we also went to see my mum. And we went to this barbecue championship. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> We've watched so many TV shows of these kind of competitions, haven't we? Yeah. In America. And I didn't even know they did them here, really. Well, they would. They just... Wouldn't be as televised, you know? Yeah. I mean, or I think- at all, because this one wasn't head of televised at all. No. It was it just was like. Very boring. There was just like one dude there with a camera taking photos, and that was about the only media coverage. Yeah, me. Oh, no. I mean, was- <laughs> <laughs> not that you're not a professional, but there was a professional. I'm definitely not a professional, mate. Come on. Yeah, we actually can't figure out how to use our DSLR camera properly. <laughs> mate, it's good now. I sorted it. Yeah. No, that- that's very enough. Yeah, we've bought actually bought a lot of new equipment lately. I don't know where the money's coming from for this stuff. Uh, well, I don't have any money, so I reckon probably from me then. Hey, <laughs> no, I do owe you a little. I do owe you a little bit of money. But yeah, what did you think of the barbecue competition? Oh, well, it rained. Oh, the weather was so bad. I reckon it would have been so nice if the weather was good and you could just like sit out in the sun with a beer and listen to the the band and stuff. Yeah, it would have been good fun. But they couldn't even play because their tent got ingressed by water. And getting electrocuted is probably not on the payroll no. for the moment. Yeah, I was disappointed, but we got to eat some BBQ, which was pretty good. Well, mine was pretty good. Yeah. And you had some, I had a brisket burger and you had some Argentinian barbecue. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, that um sausage was pretty good and the chicken wings. Yep. It was yum. And I also got to drink some sparkling Shiraz because it was at Deb, Deb Bertoli. How do you say that? I have no idea. It's like a vineyard. Yeah. So I got to drink some sparkling Shiraz and eat some barbecue. So I was pretty happy. And yeah, there's just tents set up with all the different barbecue teams just cooking their BBQ. And there was like five categories or something. Yeah, I think so. It ran all day. Yeah. These people have been up since like 3 a.m. starting to turn on their smokers and shit. Yep. And cook up five different... Dishes for the judges. 
So we got there when brisket was being served up, which was pretty cool. So we got to walk around and see them cut up their brisket and that was pretty good. serve it. You got very excited about them serving it in the plastic tub. Full yeah, polystyrene. Yeah, they're polystyrene, sorry. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It smelled amazing. The whole place just smelled so good. Some of the names were very confronting, yeah, weren't they? what were some of them? Uh, ribbed for your pleasure. Jeez Louise. Yeah, and like... It was like Big Hogs Barbecue, and it's like we put the D in barbecue. And I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, and there was someone that was a play on Black Hawk Down as well. Yeah, Black Pork Down. Black Pork Down. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of play on word, kind of. Yeah, they were pretty gross. But, I mean, it's all like overweight white guys <laughs> just hanging out. What's the beef or something? I think there was another one. I don't know. Yeah. Just like biker looking dudes. like. <laughs> yeah. Just like, this is a sport, sit in my chair and drink beers <laughs> from fucking 5am until yeah 4.30pm. Yeah, well that was cool. I think I would actually go to another one of those when the weather was a bit nicer. Yeah. There a few places that were actually, a lot of those places didn't sell their barbecue, they were just cooking it for that. Oh yeah. So, and then the food that you ate was just like food truck food. Yeah. Well they had that place that was always there. Every music festival we go to, they have that place, Smoky Joe's or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. I think their food's pretty good, though. We only ate chips from there. We didn't actually have any of their barbecue. Well, because we could go there whenever we want. Yeah, exactly. So that was last weekend. This weekend, it's been a bit of a roller coaster, hasn't it? So are you willing to tell this story? Yeah, let's go into it a little bit. Okay. So we went to Werribee Open Range Zoo. We went to see the Serval Cats because Kate booked Serval Cat experience for both of us for my birthday for last year. Yeah. And we finally got to go. And then <laughs> we went in and we went to the Serval Cat area and we waited there for like half an hour. We got there like half an hour early, so we waited and then nobody showed up, nothing happened. So we were like, this is a bit weird. So we spoke to one of the guys, all the volunteers was walking around, and he was just a bit like, some old fucking guy, <laughs> had no idea what was going on. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I can radio someone, but I don't know. Uh, and then he just fucked off for like 15 minutes. And basically what had happened is that you're supposed to go like to the front and then get walked around like the other side, which is like, on the map, they're like, here are the servals, and then we went there. But on the map, they go. You have to go around to the other side of the fucking zoo and like walk over a lake, around the back to get in. Yeah. And I was like, well, obviously that's not. Not neither of us thought that would be a thing. It was so unclear. It was very unclear. There was no instructions. Yeah, we were supposed to show our tickets for the Serval Cats when we entered, mm. and we just didn't. So we didn't know what was going on. Yeah, it's pretty lame. So, that's alright. We'll book it again, and we'll go yeah, later. Basically, we ended up missing half of it and then once we actually figured out what was going on we weren't allowed to go in anymore yeah so it was really disappointing i was actually really upset because i had a bit of a shit week and that's been like it was getting me through the week like so excited about this thing yeah so i got a bit upset and then we decided to go and indulge in some retail therapy to cheer us up and now we've got really nice microphones yeah bought some new mics bought heaps of Pokemon cards. Heaps of Pokemon cards. Yeah, well, we found 
Sun and Moon Crimson Invasion for four dollars at Kmart. Yeah. For a booster pack, and they're usually like seven dollars. Yep. So we bought like five packets of those. Yep. And a bunch of other stuff. You got a Snorlax toy. Yeah, I love that Snorlax toy. There he's he is. Si- he's sitting up on top of the computer. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. He's so cute. He's so fat. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, we full decked out our area now. We got all this cool Pokemon stuff. Cool, I don't know. Can you say it's cool? it's it's so uncool. <laughs> it's so fucking uncool, man. Are you joking me? We got a fucking Sun and Moon Forbidden Light poster, a fucking Celestial Storm poster, and oversized GX cards or EX cards on the fucking wall. I love that Gengar one. <laughs> I love anything Gengar. I know you do. And we got weird cat memes on the. Yeah, because we bought those fucking cats in the milk crates in the Play-Doh. We bought more of those. Oh, yeah, we didn't put the extra ones up on there. No, we've got to go find them. I'll post a picture of our cool setup. <laughs> Hells yeah. Yeah, we did a big clean up today. So our studio actually looks very nice now. I could slide my chair backwards if I wouldn't be too far away from the microphone. Yeah, we've actually got space to move. There's not just shit all over the floor. It's amazing. But we did, how many bags? Like three or four bags of actual rubbish. Yeah. So and then our bins are... Chock, chockers now. And then old computers and monitors and garbage. I didn't realise how much stuff we had, like how much electronics we have that we don't use. Yeah, we don't use any of it. We've got like a printer, like two computer TV thingos. Yeah, the printer hasn't had ink for like three years. Yeah. <laughs> All this like amp, amps and stuff that we don't use and... Yeah, just, just shit. So much stuff. Yeah. And cables. Cables that out of the... The fucking ether. I don't even know where they came from. Yep. Human. Yeah. So next, um, hard rubbish. We're going to have some pretty sweet stuff on our curb. So yeah, <laughs> not going to tell you where we live, but well, if you're, if you're our friends, you know where we live. So you can come and, I don't know, strip our electronics for parts or something. We've got, <laughs> if a, can fr- be bothered. We've got a free TV and a amp you can have for free. And yeah, that's about it. Printer. It sort of works. It does work. Yeah, it does. We just, just need to buy ink. Yeah. Not be it's a lazy too, shit like me. Well, ink's too expensive and you can just print stuff for free at work. Yeah, it's like 30 <laughs> to 60 bucks for a fucking cartridge. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to print personal stuff at work, but... If it's one page every two months, I think that'll be all right. Yeah. I just print out, like, tickets sometimes for gigs and stuff. I yeah. Don't, I don't think I'm going to break the bank doing The that. amount of fucking waste that there are, is at those companies. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Sam's going to hear this and I'm going to get reprimanded for printing out gig tickets. Sam, it's one page, mate. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, I doubt she it. does it in black and white every time. Yeah, it's not like I'm printing it in colour. I print mine in colour. Fuck, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Rebs. You've been addicted to Pokemon cards. Yeah. I mean, I've always been into Pokemon. Like When I was a kid, I used to play the games and collect the cards and stuff. And now I've just kind of had a resurgence of it. Yeah, and why is that? Because of Max Mofo, I guess. That's right. You got some crush on Max Mofo, and your addiction—his addiction has become your addiction of opening fucking booster packs. <laughs> yeah. To get your GXs. If you guys don't know, Max Mofo is a pretty popular YouTuber. He's a meme lord, mate. Yeah, he he used to be pretty big when he was younger, but now he's a bit older, and all he does is really like open Pokemon cards. And Pokemon-themed toys. Yeah, just shit that he bought from the Pokemon Center when he was in Japan. Yeah. Or he just gets sent stuff for free by companies so that he'll open it on YouTube. And 
yeah, I can just sit there and literally watch hours of this dude just opening Pokemon cards. Yeah. And I get so excited when he gets something good. Yeah, you get full dopamine rush. Yeah. It's so weird. But I understand why people get addicted to these kind of things. Because it really is like gambling in a way. Yeah, it's just like everything else. Yeah. Because you're spending like, yeah, four, six, seven dollars on a pack of cards. And there's like ten cards in a pack. And you sort of got a shot, a one in ten shot in the pack to get a good card. That doesn't really sound right, but you know what I mean. Like, the last card could be really good. Yeah, well, it depends. I don't know what the actual... Pull rates pull are. Pull rates are. Yeah. But, like, yeah. We don't buy fucking booster boxes for 300 bucks or whatever. You just buy a couple of packets. Yeah. And it really is like an addiction. You, you feel so good when you open it. It's like this new pack and you open it and you're like, oh, my God, am I going to get something good? <laughs> I, f- I like it the best before it's open. Yeah, it feels so nice. <laughs> So yeah, we're pretty fucked, guys. It's just <laughs> spending all of our hard-earned cash on toys and children's playing cards. Cardboard, yeah, yeah. But we got a bunch of free shit when we bought some cards. Yeah, I mean that's what we've decked out. We've got these awesome posters now. I have a bit of a bond with the the girl who works, the woman that works at Zing. Yeah, you wore a BTS jumper once, and now you're best friends. Yeah, last time I was there, she commented on my jumper, and it turns out she's a fan of BTS. She's like, have you heard the new album? I cried this morning when I listened to it. And I was like, yeah, cool. I don't feel like it's the kind of thing you should cry while you're listening to. <laughs> and then when we went in yesterday, I had my um, BTS bracelet on. And she saw that and she's like, oh my God. I, I don't think she remembered who I was. I remembered who she was, but... Yeah, why would she? You were just a customer. Yeah. But then she's like, have you got the promo cards? And I was like promo cards yeah <laughs> and she just like gave me all these like yeah promo hollow cards which was pretty cool and like yeah a couple of posters and some word searches yeah some word searches <laughs> did you look at those no i haven't looked at them properly literally the things are like name type those are the words that are hidden not like pokemon like pokemon specific related ones oh, just cool. like yeah type shop pokemon like that's kind of weird <laughs> it's fucking weird one of the cards that she gave me was a promo card that said EB Games on it, which was kind of cool. It would have just been um, one of the ones they got before it was released or something. Yeah, for the warm-up or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty cool. It's, uh, it's definitely who you know, isn't it? Should we move on to some TV news? I guess so. What the hell is going on? <laughs> oh my God! What do you want to start with? Oh, we got a fair bit here, hey? Yeah. Well, we could continue on the kind of YouTube track. All right. Just wanted to quickly talk about this. So, if you haven't heard, if you're not in the YouTube realm, I think if you haven't heard about this, then you probably don't know who these people are, full stop. It's still interesting, It's still interesting. But I mean, like, so, on YouTube, the person with, like, the most followers and views and stuff for the longest time has been... For ages, right? For fucking years and years. And now someone's finally, like, coming up to knock that fucker off the throne. And everybody's all about it. But it turns out it's just a fucking vivo for Bollywood clips. Yeah. (laughs) And obviously it's going to get so many subscribers because India has one of the highest populations in the world. Yeah. And they're all obsessed with Bollywood. And people outside of India are obsessed with Bollywood as well. It's like a global phenomenon. But, like, recently? Like, super recently? 
It's yeah. just become like... Yeah, so and I, now it's like the hugest site. I just checked before we started the podcast. Um, PewDiePie has 66 million subscribers at the moment. And what are they, 61 or something? Yeah, T-Series is at 61, just over 61 million. But they've only been around for a few months as well. That's yeah. fucking insane. So people are saying that T-Series is probably going to overtake PewDiePie like in the next week. I just don't understand what the catalyst was for this to happen. It's not like they just got YouTube in India. Yeah, I know. It's strange. Maybe it's like a new... Like Vivo started not that long ago. Do you know what I mean? So maybe it's like a new platform. Yeah. And they're just chucking heaps of stuff on there. I don't know. Watch this space, I reckon. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Because you can go on YouTube and if you just um, type in like... PewDiePie sub count. There's like a live update. Yeah. And you can just watch the numbers tick up, <laughs> which is pretty funny. It's just been such a weird thing for the longest time that PewDiePie is like the biggest YouTuber kids. in the world. Yeah, kids, exactly. But he has always been like on that throne, this unreachable place. Yeah. And like nobody ever knew why. Even him. He's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> but now in like three months it's just like oh wait like what if we just put all a bunch of bollywood stuff in the same place <laughs> and now he's just like oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's so crazy so what is most of his stuff it's like gaming related it things, used right? to be yeah it used to yeah. be a lot of it and then he became like because he's the fucking top person he can just talk about whatever, whatever whatever he wants to and people like he doesn't have to search for content at all He'd just, like, go to his mailbox and be like, what's the most interesting thing that somebody sent me for free? Mm. And then just, like, open it or talk about it or whatever. Yeah. Man, that's the dream. One day. I'd love to be a YouTube star. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told that that would be a waste of my intelligence and talent, though. I feel like it takes both intelligence and talent to be successful. On YouTube, yeah, definitely. So... All the people that we look up to on YouTube are all very highly intelligent people yeah idubs he's like really fucking smart ethan and ela heroes mate heroes yeah i wish you could be like them (laughs) maybe one day we're getting a bit old old. mate what are you talking about one of the best things i've heard lately in terms of pop culture tv news is that big bang theory got cancelled math science history unraveling the mystery that all started with a big one of the best things. <laughs> so rough. We have been very vocal about how much we hate Big Bang Theory on this podcast. Never understood why it's like the most popular TV show on. At the start. Well, actually, I didn't even understand it at the start because I would sit with my family yeah. or people that I lived with at the time or whatever. And they'd be like, oh, I love Big Bang Theory. And I'd sit there with them. Yeah. And then I would understand the references they're making. But the people that you're sitting with don't understand the references they're making in Big Bang Theory. And they are pissing themselves. And you're like, that was moderately clever. Yeah. But like, you could open a physiology textbook from university or a, a physical chemistry textbook or an organic chemistry textbook, read the first sentence, and they're like, yeah, I'll make a joke out of that. And that's how they wrote their jokes for like the first however long. Yeah. And people fucking loved it. But it's still fucking going. Like, yeah, it's insane. So I think they've got one more season and then it's done. So I don't know. Was it just one of those things where people laughed at it and said they liked it so they seemed intelligent? I don't know. Do you think? I just can't. I just never saw the appeal of it. Having understood 
the references they're making. It's not funny. It's, it's not, not funny. funny. It's literally just a show of statements instead of jokes. Yeah. And I don't really like that kind of comedy. I think it's cheap and boring. Yeah, full si- full sitcom. Yeah. But just like with about nerds. Yeah. But the reason that it's been cancelled is not because it's, you know, not popular or whatever. Unfortunately. The guy who plays Sheldon, who I don't know what his name is. I can't remember. I don't know. I he, do know it, but I... He basically wanted to leave and yep. not do the show anymore. So the creator, who's... Is it that Chuck guy? Or Chuck Lamore? Or, I don't know what his name is. He, um... He always said that if one of the main cast wanted to leave, he would cancel the show. Yep. And yeah, he's basically stuck to that promise and canned it. Awesome. Yeah, it's. I think it's one of the longest running sitcoms on TV. It's like 12 seasons or something, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it might even be the longest. Well, maybe not. But yeah, good riddance. <laughs> good, riddance good riddance to bad rubbish. Yeah, don't give a shit. But not really, because Young Sheldon is the second most popular show. <laughs> yeah, that's still going on. Apparently, the guy that plays Sheldon is... He's like a producer or something on that show. So he's going to keep doing that. So it's not like he's distancing himself from the whole thing. He's still no, going to be involved in that. Yeah. Because it's about a character that he created. So but, he's just like, yeah, so I own a lot of this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you're going to pay me. Yeah. So I don't have to work anymore. So Those actors are set for life. Legit. That's, but that's the thing. So he probably is just like, I don't want to be famous. I just want the money now. Mm, mm. Like, everybody knows who I am. So why would I keep doing stuff mm. and take a risk on making something shitter than this when I'm going to get royalty money forever because yeah. you've got 12 seasons of this shit yeah. to play. They're just going to be sitting on their ass, like, making money off reruns for yeah. the rest of their life. I don't know. They get like tens of thousands of dollars per episode that gets played. You got to think about like, oh, what's his name, Johnny Galecki or whatever, mm. and the other nerdy woman, not the main woman, the other nerdy woman. They were in like Roseanne. Oh, okay. And then Roseanne stopped, and then I don't think they were in anything until this came up. Yeah. So I reckon they just ran out of money, <laughs> mm. and their royalties and replays of Roseanne had just disappeared. So they're like, oh, I'll we'll do something else. So they've literally just done like these two things, which they'll just get paid out for until the end of time. Yeah, so good. That's how you work smart, mate. But they're also getting paid like a million bucks an episode. Yeah. Fucking hell. (laughs) Give it to the poor. So uh, Big Bang Theory goes in the can. And uh, Louis CK rises from the ashes, if you want to call it that. But apparently not, though. Yeah, well, it was super weird, right? He's sort of been under the radar since... All those um, allegations came out about him. Well, they're not allegations because they were true. They were true, but he never denied them. And he was like, he was the weird, like on the line sort of thing where like he could have sort of get got away with being like, I didn't quite understand, yeah. but like I, I should have. Yeah. So it's my responsibility for not under, like uh, properly understanding and thinking about it. Yeah. It wasn't like doing things to people. Like, terrible shit, or, you know... It wasn't as bad as some of the other things that have come out, but... Yeah. Still, he was making people feel uncomfortable by masturbating in front of them. Yeah. That's what's come out. And then, ironically, he comes back and does a stand-up show in front of an audience that wasn't expecting him to be there. Yeah. So he just walks out, and everyone's like, holy shit, Louis C.K., and he just does a stand-up set. Yeah. And I find that kind of a bit weird because it's like, 
the whole reason he had to go under the radar was because of issues of consent consent and stuff and then he just comes out on stage in front of these people who didn't know he was going to be there and he just like does a stand-up show it's pretty interesting and so you just kind of like everyone who's seen this just like forced to listen to him even if they don't want to because they don't agree with him or whatever as a person or maybe that's a louis allegory for what's happening probably what he was going for yeah when he could have just taken a few years off and then come back and made a joke out of him getting in trouble yeah i think he should have taken more time off i don't think it was right for him to come back so soon it's what he does for a living you know and it's what he obviously enjoys doing yeah so it's like it's, uh, it's understandable as well he's just like that's what i do that's what my life revolves around if i can't get this out obviously like i can't function apparently he had an all right reception at this thing well still louis yeah everyone was pretty happy to see him but i also read an article about a couple of women who weren't happy that they were like forced to watch him when they didn't want to or whatever they could have just left yeah you can go to the bathroom (laughs) Those are the kind of people who would sit there and just be like, huh, I hate this. This is bad. And then he's just like, just fuck off for a bit then. Yeah. Like, if you're that insulted, why did you still sit there? Yeah, I probably would have left. Yeah, you just fucking leave. I don't think I would have wanted to sit there and watch him, to be yeah. honest. So, you, yeah. you're not chained to the seat. So calm the fuck down. What else? <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have said this before the Louis C.K. thing, because this is another thing that's gone into the can. Adventure Time. Finished. Finito. Yeah, but not in a negative way. No, it's just over. Canceled. They've just decided to end it. Yeah. Um, the last episode was released this week, I believe. We haven't watched it. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just felt like I needed to burp, and then it didn't happen. Lame. Yeah, so the last episode has come out. I don't know how long ago we gave up on it. I know exactly what episode I gave up. Yeah, what episode was that? There was this one where they were explaining to Finn and Jake about, like, birds eat worms and then die, and then they their bodies decompose, which makes, like, dirt that worms eat. And it was just this fucking trippy-ass fucking oh, thing. Oh, yeah, I remember And it that. just made me so uncomfortable. And I was like, is this what we're doing now? Mm. Is this... <laughs> they've swapped quality content for this fuck no <laughs> i'm not dealing with that and we had adventure time right there um, adventure time we had regular show yeah. right there and i was like i'm just gonna watch that instead <laughs> fuck this <laughs> exactly i used to like adventure time it, it makes me sound like a loser because it's like oh i used to like adventure time before everyone watched it and everyone knew about it but yeah. we did right it's been a long time and then yeah i think the quality just kind of fell and there's a lot better animations out there as you said like regular show and cupcake and dino yeah cupcake and dino (laughs) motherfucker another little shout out for cupcake and dino but yeah apparently i heard a rumor i don't know if this is true that marceline and bubblegum princess hooked up in the last episode is that a thing well they probably should have so the story is from hints that they used to go out a long time before the finn thing starts right so before the series starts, they like dated for a bit and then broke up for some reason. I assume it's just because like, you know, Bob becomes a controlling bitch and Marceline's Marceline. So it makes a hundred percent of sense that it's they a would weird break couple. up. Yeah, but they're the only two like eternal beings in the fucking world. Yeah, that's true. And they're both into each other. 
that's just what happened. And they both looked the same. Was one's grey and one's pink. <laughs> that's true. I wouldn't mind watching just one of those the last things. episode, actually. I don't know if it'll make sense. Yeah, because we're not really up to date with all the... You remember all the litchy shit? about it and... Yeah. So, like, all the litchy shit was just fucking insane when you... It's scary. ...boil it down. And if you miss bits of that, no, there's no fucking way you're going to get there. Like, Billy! And all that shit. And, like, the cube guy, whatever his name is. Like, if you didn't know what was going on there... Like, you'd be fucked. It'd make no sense. Cosmic Owl and all that shit. There's a, there's a lot of crazy. lore. There's a lot of lore. In there's a now. lot. Yeah. yeah. And for it to end, if you just watched the last episode, you would have no idea what was happening. Yeah. Like, it's like the times that we turn it on after a little bit and Finn has no fucking arm. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You know that? Like, stuff like that. Crazy. And then Finn's dad's in it for a bit and he's like a space ship captain thief or whatever. Like, yeah, he's like a bad dude. The shit just went crazy. So if you skip any of it, you, no. <laughs> so I don't think we could watch the last episode. I think it would be too out there. A couple of new things that are coming up in TV. Yeah. We got made aware last night by Job that Good Place season three. Season three. Three is coming out very soon, I think. Yeah. Uh, end of this month, I think. Yeah. I'm super pumped for that. It's going to be amazing. I fucking love that shit. Me too. That's like... The number one thing that I would recommend to people, I think, as well. People are like, what should I watch? You're like, you watch this. If you haven't seen it, you, you fucking watch it. Like, you go home and you watch it. When I sorted out the Netflix for mum, I just put it on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is Netflix, and this is a good place, and it's the only thing on here that you absolutely need to watch. Did she like it? Yeah. That's she fucking cool. loved it. We watched like three episodes in a row. <laughs> yeah. Because it's amazing. And it's so clever, and it just like... Continues to become a different thing. Mm. So season three, I'm pumped. Going to be a huge change again, I reckon. Yep. It's what they're best at. Just taking their own thing and just fucking flipping it. Yeah. So cool. So good. You mentioned that they were going to make this show called Miss Sherlock. So I've only seen little things about it. Yeah. But it seems like they're going to make like a full gender swapped Sherlock Holmes with women, but it's like an Asian show. So I don't know if it's like Asian women in an English show or if it's actually like from an Asian country. I don't know. I didn't get that much information. But I wonder what's going on there. (laughs) There's so many Sherlock shows already. That dead horse is still giving out money. (sighs) Why? Can't it say was that done. I don't like them though. The two, I think the two prime versions have already been made, so I don't know how you can improve on them. Well, Elementary is the best one. Elementary is the best one, and then Sherlock is the other good one. But it's not as good, but it's still pretty amazing. And that's, I think, those are like the two. Like yeah. stick to it, real hard but modern day, and then stick to it way less modern day. Perfect, both of them. So I don't know what this one's going to do. It's just because people are so obsessed with crime. And Sherlock Holmes is a good character to centre a crime show around. It's fantastic. Because just like someone that's smarter than everybody ever. Yeah. Could be cool. Have a look. See if we ever see it again. Yeah. Might never hear about it again. Do you just see that on the internet? Yeah. Hmm. No movie news this week. No, we've been lazy as fuck. Yeah, I'm watching movies. We still need to watch Logan and Homecoming. Yep. So. Maybe we can watch a movie after this if you want. Hmm. 
Probably just watch some Macs open some boxes. <laughs> Seems like a very good use of our time. Mate, that's why we didn't watch a movie. Yeah. Because of Max. That's true. Fucking love you, mate. Massive legend here! Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think it's time for Kay's Corner. Let's fucking go. <laughs> so for the sound this week, I want... Massive legend here! Massive legend here! <laughs> fucking <laughs> done. Consider it done. <laughs> you just made me think of that then. And like, <laughs> that's perfect for Kate's Corner. Bates Motel season five came out on Netflix finally. And it's, that's, that's it, it, right? That's the that's last That's the last one. season. And how long did it take you to get through it? About two days. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that, it wasn't that long. It was like 10 episodes. Yeah, but we're not talking about, we're not talking about two weekend days, mate. We're talking about two midweek days. Yeah, I think it was a Wednesday, it came out on a Wednesday and I watched it Wednesday, Thursday and just like smashed it out. Fucking beast, mate. <laughs> Oh, I love Bates Motel so much. I'm upset that it's over, but it had got to a point where they couldn't continue it. So I'm glad they didn't just try and like, you know, beat a dead horse kind of thing. Well, I didn't even know it was still going. Well, season five actually came out ages ago, but it's just taken freaking ages to come on Australian Netflix. All right. Yeah. So I've been waiting for it for so long. Yeah. This season was really cool. He's already like killed his mum. And he's full, like, double personality. So he switches in between being his mum and being himself. I just don't... I always think back to the films. And I know that they're not related. No, it's... Like, it's just the same sort of characters-ish. It's the same characters-ish and the same setting. But the story... Like, yeah, he kills his mum and he, like, keeps her corpse and stuff. In the basement. Like, that's... And he murders people in the hotel. Yeah. There was actually finally the actual psycho scene in this season. Yeah. And it was a bit of a fake out because Rihanna's in this season as well, which was kind of strange. Rihanna? Yeah. She's an act- actor as well, though. She's been in movies and stuff. Yeah, but still, like a Bates Motel Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> she was a pretty cool character. But there's a scene with her in the shower and you think that it's going to be the psycho scene with Rihanna. Right. But it ends up being a fake out and then you actually get the psycho scene later and it's a dude. Oh, that's boring. It was actually interesting though because you get the fake out and then you get it later with a guy and you're like, oh wow, like a bit of a twist on it. It's kind of cool. Because you're sort of waiting for that either iconic scene to come up. And they were, they made you wait for four and a half seasons or yeah. whatever. <laughs> what well, a fucking anticlimax well, that there's been, been. There's been heaps of murders but like not one that's specifically like that. Yeah, I loved it. It was it was really great. I just love Freddie Highmore. I reckon he's a great actor. The way that you see him switch between the personalities, like you can just see it happening. It's, I don't know. It's just really, really cool. And the way that they've done it, they've got obviously the actor for the mum there as well. I can't remember what her name is actually. And they sort of switch them out so that sometimes it's him playing himself and sometimes it's her playing him. Right. Do you know what I mean? I guess, yeah. And then sometimes there'll be he'll be standing next to a window and it will be like the reflection of the mum in the window, but it's him. Yeah. So they, they do a lot of like playing with that kind of stuff and it just it looks really awesome and it feels really real and I just loved it. And now it's over. Everyone pretty much died. That, that fucking time. Yeah. <sighs> Sad. Doing a ride champ? Yeah. <laughs> Great show. If you haven't watched it, 
now you can go on Netflix and just binge the whole thing. Should only take you, what, 10 days? Two days per season. <laughs> Fucking hell. If you're a beast like me. Boost. Yeah, we've talked about how binging affects your intake of this. So you think this is a good binging show? Remembering you had quite big breaks between like what? the You watched the first three seasons or whatever? Yeah, I smashed like the first few seasons in a row. Then I had to wait for season four and wait for season five. I know, it's a good binge show because, yeah, you want to know what's going to happen. There's often, like, cliffhangers at the end of the episodes and stuff. So it's nice to be able to just... Smash it out. Yeah. Nah, love it. Love it. (laughs) Hot. That's hot. Love it. That's hot. I wanted to watch um, The Simple Life on YouTube. Yeah, I saw that when I was at work and I was on my break and I was looking for something to watch. And fucking the Simple Life full episode is on YouTube in the search bar. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Man, I used to love that show so much. And I really wanted to rewatch it, but the only place you can really watch it is YouTube. And the quality is so bad. It's like 240p or something. Oh, God. Yeah, because that show came out in what? Like the early, early noughties, like 2001 or some bullshit. Yeah. So they just don't have HD recordings of it, obviously. And so you just have to watch it in shit quality. And I was like, I can't. It's so rough. I can't go back to watching TV like we used to anymore. Well, no one's going to, you know, HD update The Simple Life. It's just not going to happen. But I feel like there's a lot of Naughty's revival at the moment. That's true. I'm really feeling that. And I love it. Because <laughs> I think the Naughty's was like a crazy time. It was fucked, man. It was so crazy for fashion and music and fashion in inverted commas. Mm. Yeah, it was a crazy time. <laughs> it, I, I just think I think it was the kind of calm before the storm kind of thing Everyone storm was just a, Just how the world is now It's all a bit fucked Yeah but it was a storm in itself mate Like you can't look at that shit that people wore And we thought it was fine And not tell me that the world was on fucking fire People were wearing basically nothing Yeah, <laughs> And that was fine People were like, like Women wore like bras as tops As like mm-hmm. full fucking shirts And they just wear a bra and jeans, and jeans everyone was just like, like fucking, show the top of oh, your badge, basically. Fucking, oh, oh, what an amazing outfit! Yeah, fucking. If we, if something else wasn't going on that we were trying to avoid looking at real fucking hard, <laughs> so good, man. That's iconic, man. Iconic times. Fuck. <laughs> I can't wait to look back at that when I'm like fifty. It'll be so hilarious. And be like, oh, mate, those were the days. Yeah. And people be like, no, they fucking were not, Kate. Oh, my God. It's like when people look back now and they're like, oh, the 80s, so those were the days. And we're like, fuck off. Like, that's yeah. shit. Yeah. How much colour can I fit in one jacket? Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Speaking of colour, uh, yep. BTS brought out a new music video. Yeah, yeah. Which I have watched, I don't even know how many times. <laughs> Probably like 50 times. Probably a few times, yeah. Um, and it's got a lot of views already on YouTube. Like, millions and millions of views. It's for the song Idol. Have you actually watched the whole music here? No, I've, well, I, not in one sitting. Oh, okay, you've just seen clips of me watching it. I've seen the whole thing, definitely. But it's because you just watch it like fucking five times in a row and yeah. then you watch the dance video and then... You're like, oh, I'm going to go to the toilet and I put it on. Oh, I'm just going to like take the trash out, put it on for a bit. <laughs> Exactly. All yeah. the time. Like, I'll be downstairs, like, 
cleaning or whatever after dinner and you're like, I'm just going to go to bed and then I can just hear that fucking song <laughs> straight away. Oh, it's so good. And then you watch all these live versions of it and then when the new version came out, you went cray cray. <laughs> well, that was a surprise, right? So they had two audio versions of the song. One that's just BTS and one that's got a Nicki Minaj verse in it. Right. So there was the two audio versions, which I knew about, and they brought out the music video and it was just the BTS version. Then a few days later, they just surprised, like dropped this music video that was the Nicki Minaj version. And everyone was just like, what the fuck? You know, like BTS fans losing their minds all over the world. And yeah, it's got this part where they hold up a smartphone and they're all looking at it and it's like Nicki Minaj on the smartphone. Right. <laughs> and then it's her little rap verse and she's just like on a couch rapping and looking pretty. Yeah, it's pretty cool. What did you think of it? It's far too colourful. It's so colourful. It's weird. There's a big shark at one point that's in the background. Yeah, I don't get that. Then they have like animated versions of themselves that stand up and stand behind them, which is kind of creepy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. What the fuck? I think they've gone too far. (laughs) You said that you thought the dance was a bit messy. Yeah. Compared to the other ones. But, like, it won't be as polished, but it just looks weird compared to some of them. Mm. I feel like they kind of made it a bit more simple than what they usually do. Well, they did the thing at the end of the video clip to try to get people to record themselves doing the dance and send it in. Exactly. So, I think they tried to make it a bit more simple. Yeah, I love it. I watch all the versions, the dance video. If you haven't watched it, seriously, go watch it. I'm going to buy so much BTS merch when I go back to Japan. I don't doubt you. Oh, man. Jungkook is my favourite. He's the best. He's got pink hair in this video. Well, as long as he's the best. He's the best dancer, in my opinion. And he's also the hottest. Well, (laughs) there you go. Although I did have a kind of sexy dream about one of the other members the other night. And who was that? Rap Monster. Right. (laughs) Oh, man. What's his Korean name that he's calling himself now? Nam Nam Jong, I think. Yeah, so he's sort of trying to distance himself from his solo career so he can be more part of the group. Well, they make more money and they're worldwide famous. Yeah, so like they're getting, why wouldn't you? They're getting super popular now. Like they've been in the US recently doing like promotion a promotion tour and they performed live on I think it was like Jimmy Fallon or something. One of those talk shows they perform live. Yeah, so they're just getting huge. I really hope they come to Melbourne soon. That'd be pretty cool. Well, America's all about them, so they'll definitely come here. I hope so. It's just way more... I guess it wouldn't be that expensive to come from Korea to Australia. you think it would cost more to go to the US from Korea. Yeah. I don't know. never thought about that. kind of makes me want to go to Korea. Apparently, it's not as good as Japan. Why would you go anywhere when you can go to Japan? <laughs> well, I'm already going in February. There you go. So excited. You're going to leave me here by myself? Send me a million photos. Of course. Am I going to take the fancy camera with me? Yeah. What am I going to take photos of and film when you're not here, mate? (laughs) I'm not going to do anything while you're gone. I'm literally probably just going to edit the previous shit that I've gotten to do. Because I've got like four videos right now I'm trying to edit. And we're going to this... We might be going to this film thing in September for a film money. (laughs) Where they try to make... A film, you go for three days, 
So the Friday afternoon, Saturday and the Sunday. And in that time, they have to write and shoot and edit a movie. <laughs> yeah, we went to the showing of the one last year. And it was really cool. There was some good stuff. Yeah. So we've been asked if we want to be involved this year. So I don't know what we're going to do. We might be just volunteering to help out or we might even be in the movies. We might help edit. I think that'll be really cool. Yeah, whatever. Might be able to get us out there a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Cash, cash money. Cash, cash money. <laughs> I think that's the end of Kate's Corner. Massive legend <laughs> So before we move on from TV, you want to talk about Ink Master? Oh man, I forgot about that. Ink Master update. <laughs> So we should just do an Ink Master update every time. Yeah, because so. I mean, I fucking love it. Yeah, it's, it's one amazing. of our favourite shows. So we've watched the first two episodes now. Yep. What do you think? Oh, it's, it's Ink Master, isn't it? It's fucking good, but it's Ink Master with fucking clean in every episode, so it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> he's so funny, like he's just ripping into Christian the whole time, and all the people that are on his team. Yeah. So good. What was the challenge in the last episode? We had to do the contain, paint the containers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think what the actual challenge was. It's fundamentals. Oh, okay. Because it was just yeah, everyone just did really different stuff. Like there was that weird trash poker tattoo. Yeah, fundamentals, and they had to draw a clock. Oh, a clock. That's right. So mm. that was the theme. Yeah, they had to include a clock in their tattoo. Man, there was some bad tattoos. Fuck. <laughs> the guy that went home definitely deserved to go home. Yeah, but his quality is like way better than everybody else's. He's got like dogged on the Usually, day. Yeah. But that was also a hunking load of shit, what he did. Yeah, so he did this huge like pocket watch. Yeah. On what do you call that part? Sternum? Sternum. So like underneath this woman's boobs. He made it massive. I don't understand why he went so huge. Yeah. I think Christian told him to go big. He did, because he could have done it if it wasn't for the woman, I think. Yeah. She was just struggle street the whole time. It just looks so bad. It was really unfinished. The top was the worst part. You know the bit where yeah, you wind up... Yeah, it was fucking up, bad, wasn't it? <laughs> where you wind up the clock and you push it down. The lines were just all over the place. They didn't even connect to no. the watch. It was fucked. It and was, I thought yeah. for a minute that they weren't going to send him home. They were going to send home that guy who did the owl clock. Yeah. That was pretty bad too. It was pretty bad, yeah. Like he, It looks like he could not even tattoo properly, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Um, his shading was fucked. Like the lines were all weird. Mm-hmm. But what saved him was that if you didn't look at it close, it looked more appealing than the big fuck off weird clock that wasn't finished. Yeah, it was pretty terrible, wasn't it? Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, but you knew that he was going home. Yeah, because you can predict by the editing. This early on, you can. Yeah. If they're in it a lot early on and they start like focusing in on that person, they're probably going to go home because they're just trying to give them their screen time that they have basically been allotted by being on the show. Yeah. I mean, how soon into the episode did I say he's going home? Oh, about five minutes. When they had the first fight. Yeah. So there's always like it's recap and then there's like an argument about who went home and then... In the argument, you were just like, yeah, he's gone. Mm. 
but I'm really good at pre- predicting TV, so. You're a hero. Yeah, because I've just watched so much that I, I'm like tuned in to production and like how they produce the show. Yeah. So it's like, I can just tell. Smashed it. Yeah. I'm excited for, for more episodes. It's going to be good. They, what did they do in the first episode? It was just so they could get on the teams. Oh, yeah. They could just do whatever they wanted, couldn't they? I think so. Yeah. Seems like there's some. There's always some terrible artists at the start, and you're just like, how did you even get on this show? Yeah. These ones that have the terrible artists aren't as bad as, like, Before. some. Yeah. But you got that weird guy who did, like... A terrible tattoo and talked himself up and then he did trash polka this time when he's never done it before it and wasn't like, right it wasn't correct it was so wrong man it was so wrong i don't like that guy at all i freaking love that woman who got picked first for the teams yeah she's amazing she's so good like she might even have a shot of like winning because yeah. she did really good this time as well and all the judges were like people need to fucking watch out for you yeah but compared to everybody else she is like Above and beyond yeah. from what she's shown so far. Yeah. So unless she fucks up real bad for some mm. reason, or she has like a canvas just fucking walk. Yeah. She's, she's my favourite. She's my she's my pick. I, she's I think the she's best. Great. But then she, you've got the woman on the other team, the blonde woman, who's just like, I've got to prove that I'm the best. And she like tatted that guy's head <laughs> just oh, to she, prove she that she's the best. She did really well. She yeah. did really well. But I think that she's like way too confident. Yeah. <laughs> like just calm down. Don't show all your cards, mate. I'm just always happy because... Obviously, there's always, like, a low percentage of women on this show. Yeah. I think there's only, like, four or something. I think there's four. So, there's the one who won, the blonde one, the one who has, like, the... She has, like, a ponytail, but the sides of her head are shaved. Yeah. And she does, like, really simple stuff, but it's, like, real... She's all right. Real good. Yeah. And then there's that woman who's not very good at all. Mm. Yeah. So, I'm always, like, super happy when you go in and there's, like, this woman who's just killing it. Because there's never yeah. there's never been a female ink master yet. But that was she's untouched, man. Yeah, untouched. I'm so excited to see how she does because it would be sick. What do you mean there's no female ink, master, female ink master? Ryan's an ink master. Oh, that's right. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, of course. She was the first one. Yeah. Yeah, but I reckon this woman's better than Ryan. Ryan Ooh, controversial. Ryan does one thing yeah, really well. She's very good at one style. Yeah. But this woman seems quite diverse and like. Very professional too. Well, I've never seen her do any colour though. We shall see. So her colour might be shit. We shall see how she goes. I'm excited. Tune in next week for the... Uh, well, not next week. It'll be a couple of weeks. Yeah. For the next Ink Master update. That's right. We also have a nickname for one of the characters. If you could tell me which character you think it is... You get a... You get a shout out. <laughs> I was going to say prize and I was like, we don't have shit to give away. No, we'll give you a shout out on the next episode of the podcast. Yeah. So one of the characters... Found the best name for him. It is Dirsty Smith. <laughs> if you can tell me who Dirsty Smith is, <laughs> and maybe even why, you'll definitely get a shout out on the next episode. No doubt. Let us know on Instagram. Oh, that's actually a pretty good segue into music news. Yep. <laughs> uh, just a couple of things here. We ended up buying tickets for the Brooklyn Horizon Melbourne show. Yay! Yeah, yeah. Really excited. How much were they? <laughs> Man, I was actually pretty surprised. $120. I'm not $120 worth of excited. <laughs> each. Each, yeah. To put that into perspective, the festival we were talking about last week, Good Things, mm. which has arguably one of the best like heavy music festival lineups I've ever seen in my life, was only 180 Yeah. They went Soundwave, like straight Soundwave. Yeah. 
so yeah, pretty pricey. Um, yep. But it's at Rod Laver, I, or no, Margaret, Margaret Court. Court Arena, which is where they played last time. And we were talking about it. We were reminiscing on the show we went to last time and it was actually great. Yeah. It was a really good show, high production value. They really went all out. They had super cool like screens and lights and... Yeah, the only disappointing part was that we were in seats. Exactly. This year, I was like, fuck, fuck off if we're going to be in seats again. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be in general admission. I ended up getting pre-sale tickets because I think I was a member of Destroy All Lines or something. Please don't stick your finger in a can. Why? Does it freak you out? <laughs> well, if you cut yourself in the middle myself. of the podcast. I mean, it would be entertaining for everybody listening, but... <laughs> We don't need another one of your fingers with no feeling. Oh my gosh, yeah. I actually have a finger that has no feeling because I chopped it with a knife when I yep. was cutting a cabbage. I <laughs> thought I was going to pass out. It was hilarious. Well, not for me. But <laughs> No, it was bad because we were both like drunk. So neither of us could have driven to the hospital. No. Nope. In fact, to like call a cab to take us to the hospital or an ambulance or whatever. Yep. So I was like trying to make myself not pass out. Yep. I just had to sit with like ice on my head and eat sugar. Like I ate candy. To yeah. like make myself not pass out. That was fun times. But I did really well. Yeah. I was like, well, I, I could probably pass out from this. I'd better try and not let that happen so I don't have to go to hospital. It's pretty good. Even though I probably should have gone to hospital because... Now you can't feel it. Yeah. It didn't heal very well and now I can't feel my finger. Unless you bang it on something, in which case it really hurts yeah. you. Yeah. Fuck, it's weird as. <laughs> I still got like, like... You can see there's like a bump there. Yeah. yeah. You can see it. Yeah. So my finger's getting me fucked forever. Oh, well. Uh, what were we talking about? Yeah, anything else to say about Green Horizon? I don't think so. No. But yeah, moral story. We got general admission tickets. Yeah. So I wish YouTube would stop fucking trying to push me onto oh, this yeah. shit now. I fucking bought the tickets. I listened to the music. Like, I listen to Mantra like maybe once a day when I'm actually listening to music. Fucking leave me alone. <laughs> oh, I was actually wrong about the pre-sale. I got pre-sale tickets because I pre-ordered the album. Yeah, that's right. Through JB Hi-Fi. And if you pre-ordered through JB Hi-Fi, you got a pre-sale code. Nice. Yeah. I think it was for good things. I was a member of Destroy All Lines and that's why I got pre-sale. Awesome. Who you know, mate. Who you know. Who you pay for. But that's ages away. Like, that's not until, I think it's March next year or something ridiculous. Who cares? They're always really far away. Yeah. Those kind of arena shows are always booked way in advance. But it's good, though, because it means we get to forget that we've got the tickets mm. and then remember. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my favourite. The other piece of music news. Oh, actually, I was going to say when I was talking about BTS, Nicki Minaj got attacked by Cardi B at Fashion Week. Yeah. Because apparently um, Nicki Minaj was saying shit about her mother techniques or something, her mothering techniques. Right. Yeah. So there was like a fucking punch on. And Cardi B got kicked out of Fashion Week for attacking Nicki Minaj. And there's a photo of her with like a huge lump on her face. Jesus. So crazy, man. I just feel like there's so many feuds in the music industry at the moment. Yeah, because that's how you get attention. It's so weird. It's the fastest and easiest way to get attention is to have a feud. Yeah. It's so, so easy. There's this other thing that's going on at the moment with Eminem. Yep. So Eminem's bought a new album. He dropped it out of nowhere, right? Yeah, he usually Surprise, does. Yeah. He had a go at this dude called... Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> so, yeah, Machine Gun Kelly, who I don't really know. Like, I've heard of him, but I don't yeah. really know much about him. No. It's weird that Eminem's going after somebody that we've basically never heard of, but it might be It's old beef. I think it's old beef. 
back when Eminem was, he made music the last time, Machine Gun Kelly said something about his daughter, about Haley. Yeah. And said that she was hot or something. And she was like 16 or 17 at the time. Yeah, right. And so this was like his clap back for that. Yeah. For making gross comments about, which is pretty fucked. Like, yeah. Like pedophile comments about someone's daughter. Like that's fucking disgusting. Yeah. How, how little brains do you have realistically in the, if you're going to say anything about that kid, anything about that? Are you fucking stupid? Eminem's kid. Eminem's kid. <laughs> you used to say about Haley. Yeah. You fucking wake up in a fucking bag in 17 pieces. I know. This is fucking crazy shit. What are you doing? Haley is literally like his pride and joy. His everything, man. Yeah. His everything. Yeah. Don't. So I understand, what the fuck are you doing? I understand why Eminem made this clap back. And it wasn't even like a whole song about Machine Gun Kelly. It was like a couple of lines in one of his songs, right? Yeah. So then Machine Gun Kelly comes back with an entire track about Eminem. Yeah. So it's really petty. It's like, obviously I'm going to be on Eminem's side. Yeah. I just think it's really petty that like, yeah, Eminem has this clap back with a couple of lines and then he feels like he has to come out with an entire track on it. But you don't know who Machine Gun Kelly is. The only reason you know about him is because, because of, of this. Eminem. Yeah, exactly. So of course he's going to have an entire thing. And now and like, I know who he is. People are going to want to listen to him try to take down yeah. like one of the fucking greatest yeah. rappers in the world yeah. who used to fucking like rap battle like geniuses and fucking destroy them mm-hmm. for fun. Yeah. Are you joking me? I mean, as you said, all this feud is doing is giving them both props. Yeah, that's it. Eminem's going to get more streams on his album. He's going to make more money from his album. And it probably benefits Machine Gun Kelly as well because people are going to be like, Oh, yeah, that guy. I vaguely know who he is. Now I know who he is. Yeah. So, win-win. It really makes you think how much of this stuff is actually staged. I think a lot of, like, celebrity stuff is organized and planned. If you're talking about, like, proper gangster-like rap shit, no. No, I understand (laughs) that. I understand that because people get killed over that stuff. Yeah, oh, so easily. Yeah. But... Yeah, if you're talking about, like, you know... Like, remember the Taylor Swift fucking Kanye West thing? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, can I do... Can I mention you? And then she's like, yeah. And then he's just mentions her and then she loses her shit. Yeah. And then Kim Kardashian's like, I've got a recording of her saying it's fine. Because it's manufactured beef. Exactly. So Kim fucked up for both of them by being a fucking idiot. <laughs> but, like, it's, man- it's all manufactured shit. I know. But... Even though it's manufactured, I just live for it. And that's that's what they're trying to do. They just want people to be interested and engaged in what's going on. How many people you know normally have a fucking fist fight at an award show? No one. It's not what, no one. It's not what normal people do. But <laughs> And it's not televised and it's not fucking like, there's not photos. And... Yeah, there's paparazzi everywhere. It's being filmed. Fucking fashion week. like. Yeah, and that's why you love it. Hey, you fucking speaking see it. of fashion week, I'm pretty sure that... Blackpink are in the US for Fashion Week. Of course they are. Yeah, but not Jenny. So it's only... Ha <laughs> ha! Fuck off. No, I, I think Jenny has some other things she has to do. I don't know what it is, but... Yeah, so Rose, Lisa and Jisoo are in the US for Fashion Week. Listen, I'm not the hugest Jenny fan. Is it Blackpink if you don't have Jenny? 
No. <laughs> no, it's fucking not. So That's what everyone's saying. Because there's all these photos of them like in the airport and like at Fashion Week. And everyone's like, where's Jenny? It's not Blackpink without Jenny. Because it's fucking not. No. Like, it could be Blackpink without Chisu. Oh, well, I love Chisu. I love all of them. I, I know seriously love all of them. But it could be. Yeah. Yeah. But it can't be without Jenny. No. Because Jenny's everybody's fucking favourite. You can't have Blackpink without Jenny. She's not my favourite. My favourite's Lisa and your favourite is Rose. So. That's right. Because Rose carries that shit. <laughs> and she also... Does the body rolls the best? Yeah. And she's there for the ladies because she's always in between somebody's legs. She's hot. Rose is smashing it. I ship Lisa and Rose. It's like a thing, apparently. Well, they're They're like the closest friends, right? (laughs) So they're always together and they're always like super cute with each other and everyone like ships them as a couple. Right. I don't know. Maybe they are lesbians. I don't know. Some weird fan fiction you're writing. Yeah. But I mean, they're not even allowed to have relationships though, which is pretty shit. It's Korea. <laughs> well, yeah, basically like all K-pop idols, you're not allowed to have public relationships. Yeah, you're not also not supposed to have private ones in case they come out. Yeah, exactly. So it's a bit a bit weird. Yeah, but that's what they signed up for. Yeah. They're fucking millionaires. Yeah, they don't care. So. <laughs> BTS are just like laughing all the way to the bank, mate. Yeah. All right. Is it time for the main event? <laughs> You can't see this podcast because it's. I can't see my hands. (laughs) (laughs) I can't see my hands. You guys have to go and watch the best video on the internet. (laughs) Edward Watermelon Hands and Edward Edward Waterhouse Hands behind the scenes one, two, and three. (laughs) Seriously, you have to watch it. So it's Max Mofo, who we were talking about before. Idubs and Filthy Frank, which is who Josh was referencing in the intro. Yeah, watch it. I don't know if anyone else would find it funny, but I think it's the funniest video on the, on YouTube. It's genius. John Santa. <laughs> Just fucking amazing. Oh my God. But do you reckon it would be as funny if you didn't know the characters? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's just great, isn't it? It's a great video. There's, there's just three weird stoners where they're pretending to be stoned and coming up with stupid ideas, yeah, but it's yeah. fucking genius. But it is a bit like on the nose, but that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. Edward it's Watermelon worth it. Hands. Edward Watermelon Hands. Edward Watermelon Hands. I can't do anything! <laughs> genius. Yeah. What were you going to say? Were you going to say you wanted to touch on something before we moved on to the main event? No. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so we watched Kidding. Kidding. Just before we started recording. This has been coming for a long time, hasn't it? Mm. It's been very heavily advertised on Stan. And everywhere. It's got like digital billboards on my way to work now and they yeah. play fucking ads for kidding. Yeah, well, you're I've driving, seen, fucking, that's safe. <laughs> I've seen ads on buses and stuff as well. Like they're, re- they're really pushing the show. Yeah. So I guess that's why we watched it, coupled with the fact that it's Jim Carrey. Yeah. We haven't seen Jim Carrey in anything for a while because he sort of... Went a bit off the rails there. Oh, yes. For a bit. He's, is he anti-vax? Yeah, he started thing? it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Him and his wife started it. So he is one of the celebrities that was real vocal about, yeah, not vaccinating your children, which we do not agree with. No. Vaccinate your fucking kids because, all right, it's insane. Like all these old diseases that we have vaccinations for are re-emerging in Melbourne. 
Yeah. Like a first world fucking metropolitan city. We're getting mumps yep. and all this bullshit that we eradicated decades ago. Yep. Because people are insane and don't vaccinate their children. Yep. Anyway, that's my piece. Just do, just do it. But I think he really has been trying to reform his image. And I don't think people are feeling as negative about him these days as they have done. Well, no, but... Man, there was like... The anti-vaxxer thing and that video we put out about Emma Stone where he's like... I'm in love with you. We could like make beautiful children yeah. and like it was and just his crazy eyes the whole time. And then there was a thing where he was obviously like on shrooms or acid when he did that interview on the red carpet where he was just like walking around in circles backwards oh the my entire God, time. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking crazy, man. There's been some real insane shit about him, but I don't know. I think he does have some good views on other things, not vaccinations, but no, he's very passionate about the environment. Yeah. Which is good. And I think he's really started to push that as like his... That's his thing now. His thing to try and get into the good books of people again. Right. And he's like, oh, shit, I've got a TV show coming out. I better fucking try and reform my image. Yeah. And I actually do think it's worked. And people aren't feeling so negative about him now. When I was a kid, he was one of my fucking heroes, man. Oh, yeah. He was crazy. He was hilarious. (laughs) And he was just like everything for kids, but nothing for kids ever. (laughs) He was brilliant. So I, funny. I still love Liar Liar. That's, yes. That's like one of my favorite comedy movies. I think it's hilarious. That's genius. Bruce Almighty. Great movie. Uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah. All those, like, I'm not a huge fan of The Mask, but I can see the appeal of it. And the I mask why is people like it. genius. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, it's a little bit too gross for me. Like, I don't, I don't really like super gross comedy. And that's what just about, a bit too far for me. What about The Mask is gross? I don't know. It just kind of makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable because he's a bit like, well, I don't know. I can't really explain it, but how long has it been since you watched it? A while, but I just always get weird vibes when I think about it, and I feel a bit. Well, he's fucking weird and rapey and shit. Yeah. Like it's it is like ill. Yeah, and there's like a beer he pulls a condom out of his pocket and like <laughs> weird shit. But like it's, the timer came out. Yeah, it's like what we were talking about today. Like you watched Waiting last night. The we Ryan, did watch Waiting. The Ryan Reynolds movie with Job. Yeah. And when you go back and watch those like early noughties, like teen flicks, yeah. it's so problematic when you look back at it now. You're just like, wow, I can't believe that people just watched this and thought it was okay. I love Waiting. Yeah, I think it's an no, amazing, it's, it's a great movie, but like I felt quite unsettled watching it because, okay. Just making derogatory. I'm going to say. No, don't say the word. <laughs> no. They say what I would what I would call the F word. Yeah. Probably like twenty times in like the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah, and not fuck. It's the no. <laughs> the derogatory gay, term derogatory for gay people. Slur. Yeah. So many times. So many times. Yeah. And it's like that's a joke in the in the movie. Mm. As a whole, I love the movie. But like for the time it was Bay and I love the movie. Yeah. It's very problematic. It's the same with all those, you know, Euro Trip and The Girl Next Door, like all that stuff now. When you watch it back, you're just like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we kind of went off track there. It's all right. And we're back. I had to go for a bathroom break and I was sitting there and there's like a million toys looking at me. Yeah. (laughs) All of our bathrooms have like 
at least 10 little plastic toys staring at you while you take your piss. Yep. It's pretty much life. Yeah. Our house is just full of crap. I'm just dreading when we have to move. We're just going to have boxes and boxes of toys. <laughs> packing them up is going to be easy. It's unpacking them that's going to be hard. Yeah. So it's we could just scrape them all into yeah. a box. <laughs> Done. Yeah. All right. So we talked about why we watched Kidding. Let's look up the IMDb. 6.8 out of 10 from 800 reviews. Whew. That's not that good, is it? No. <laughs> not for saying that they're pushing this hard. Hmm. I mean, it already went on hiatus, didn't it? After one episode. Yeah, that was weird. So we went on to stand to watch it and there's literally one episode out now. And then it said, oh, we're on hiatus. We're coming back on the 23rd or 24th of September 23rd, or something. I think. Yeah. So what kind of show does one episode and then goes on a hiatus straight away? I don't know. I can understand, you know, a mid-season hiatus. They do it on PLL all the time, which is fucking annoying. They just take, like, a month off mid-season. But that's but, also to, like, catch up with editing and... Yeah, but I don't understand why they did it for this. Like, do you think there's a reason or... Well, I don't know. Oh, no, it says um, returns September 16th. Oh. Weird. Maybe they had the first episode done and they didn't quite know how it was going to go over. Yeah. Okay. So instead of like preparing, maybe it was like a tentative pilot. Yeah. <laughs> but like a tentative pilot, yeah. like they were like, you'll probably get it, but like somebody might say something about the fact that you're a nut bar, and then we'll have to pull it. So I love the picture that they've got of Jim Carrey here. That's like ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Man, he looks old in this show. Yes, he does. Like I, I know he's old, and that's fine. But like. It's the first time that I've seen him and I've been like, oh, wow, like, yeah. he's, he's actually pretty old. Do you know how old Jim Carrey is? 56. Oh. And the picture he's got, he's got here is like 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> the Google picture is 20 years ago. All right. So do you have an opening statement for this? I didn't know what to expect when we saw it. I didn't know what it was going to be. Mm. You know what I mean? The description is like, it could be a comedy, it could be like a drama, turn it to be a fucking drama. It's really got a weird vibe. It does, yeah. It's such a weird vibe. It's got like one of those Wiggles vibes where like, you've got a person who's fully grown, a fully grown man who's dealt with like all this shit in their lives and they should be able to do it, but they're still, they always in their life act as if they are on camera in this mm. kid show. Always, mm. always, always, always. Yeah. So it's really weird. <laughs> I think that's what it's supposed to be like, though. It's like this dude struggling with with his identity as a person. And that's the whole show. It's like, I just thought that conversation that he had with his boss was crazy. You mean his dad? Yeah. Well, his dad is his boss, right? Yeah. It was kind of, that was like a twist. Sort that was. Of? I could tell that it was his dad. I didn't realise that. It's I... Like, when they mentioned, like, oh, we're going to have dinner with dad, I was like, oh, yeah, so that's going to be his dad, 100%. It was like a family business because his sister is also in the show as well. Yeah. No, I actually didn't... I didn't expect that. But, yeah, like, the conversation he has with his dad where it's, like, his TV personality and his personal personality should be separate and they should never clash. Yeah. And it's like, Mr. Pickles is fine. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. That conversation just kind of highlighted the whole show, I think. It's just like him struggling. Yeah, but the thing is that, like, he just is that guy. 
Yeah. He's that Even guy in all his the time. Life, yeah. All the time he's that guy. And they're just like, no, he's like one thing and you're another. But Is he's it? not. Yeah, because he's not dealing with his life, his personal life in the right way. Because he's dealing with it in the Mr. Pickles way. Yeah. Sorry, I can't talk. Do we want to do like a little bit of a rundown of just the plot of it? Because we're kind of going to, into discussion and I don't think people know <laughs> what we're talking well, about. Some people watch it before they listen to this and some people decide whether they're going to watch it based on this. Yeah, so exactly. We probably should do that. I still can't believe it's called Mr. Pickles. That's fucking insane to me. <laughs> do one Google search. What the fuck? <laughs> that didn't mean a lot to me, but you yeah, explained to me. That's insane. We should watch an episode of Mr. Pickles. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Just so you can see. Mr. What I'm Pickles. talking about. Shit. Yeah. Okay, so I've just searched Mr. Pickles and I've got a picture of a black and white sheepdog holding a severed arm yep. that's got its thumb up. Yep. That's pretty tame for so, Mr. Pickles. So this is like an animation, is it? Yeah, it's an adult swim animation. And it's just about this dog who's like a Satanist. He lives in a cave made of like human flesh and like yeah. drags people into it. And like, it's fucking... the. The craziest thing I've ever seen. I think you mentioned this on the podcast when we said we were thinking about... I have previously yeah. mentioned it, mainly because so I could play the Mr. Pickles theme. <laughs> but, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Don't call him that. Fuck. But that's his actual last name in the show. It's not just, yeah. like, his stage name. Like, yeah, his last what, name is literally Pickles. Fucking don't make the character name Mr. Pickles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's fucked. And especially because you've got a character named Mr. Pickles who's going to go insane. They pretty much moved it towards that, that he's losing it. Yeah. So, don't call him Mr. Pickles. That's fucked. <laughs> My God. Okay. The plot. The plot. So, what is it? He's divorced and he lives in a shithole. Separated, not divorced yet. Whatever. His kid dies. So they get a divorce because his wife can't handle it, mm. and he tries he to deal with it because so he tries to deal yeah. with it in like a positive way. Yeah. So she's just not dealing with it, and then they've got a kid, and he's the twin of the identical. son that died. They're identical twins, so he's just rebelling because mm-hmm. he hates everybody, and it's like his about his sister and her like relationship with her husband, which was a fucking confronting weird thing that happened, and her daughter, and. His dad. And they, like, work on a kid's show where he's, like, the forefront of it. And I don't really know what level of kids it's for. Because sometimes they're like, these are the colours. Colours of things. And sometimes it's, like, complicated concepts. So I don't quite know what this theoretical kid's show, like, who, what age group it's aimed at either. Yeah. It's, like, weird. It seems like a Sesame Street kind of thing. Yeah. It's just... A weird guy who's way too into this character that he plays that's kid-friendly, trying to, like, sort his life out. So he, like, goes back to his house, his wife's house, and, like, does all her fucking dishes and, like, cooks for them and shit. Yeah, it's a bit problematic. Super weird. And then he buys the house next door. <laughs> oh, man. I actually wasn't expecting that. That, that was fucked. That's fucked. So you kind of find out, find out earlier that the house next door is vacant and then the end of the episode is him having a viewing of the house and basically saying, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. And he's staring at the window, like through the window into his wife's kitchen and she's with another dude and he just like loses mind, breaks the tap. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. Like I actually wasn't expecting it to be like that kind of he's off the rails kind of thing. But he like he broke a letterbox like earlier 
the way that things are cut in this is very strange because yeah. you get like random shots inserted in. You know when they're trying to explain the car crash? Yeah. You get just like a random shot of a car crash in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And it's almost like it's like his mind. Yeah. That's it, just a bit like choppy and like... Yeah, I think it is supposed to be his brain. Yeah. It's Because cool. like he's just standing there talking to his kid and his kid leaves and he like looks at this letterbox and the letterbox is smashed. Yeah. And then there's like other... There's the traffic light that my kids died mm. at and then I'm at work now. Yeah. It's like this choppy brain and the whole episode, it doesn't super like link together like a normal show. It's all a bit all over the place, but it's supposed to be like that. Well, it's linear. Yeah, it's linear. linear. It's linear, but it's but, still a little bit choppy. And I think that's actually really cool. I like that a lot. But it's already been a bit weird. Yeah, there's some weird stuff. Like, yeah, we were talking before about his sister's husband. Suddenly, he's like getting a hand job from really his neighbor. Sudden, really suddenly. Yeah, like, and he was really like, suddenly. Whoa, shit. And the daughter sees that happen. Yeah, that was really strange. So does the mum, does his sister know now that that's Yeah, happened? I think that was the yeah. point. So that's how she finds out. Because the kid won't eat vegetables because she dropped the vegetables on the floor when she saw... Her dad getting her dad a hand job from another dude. Yeah. And then there's the thing about... There's like this kind of big puppet character. Like a... Like the one horse. of those horses yeah, two that has horse. two people in it, but it's like a monster, like a furry monster kind of thing. Mm. And there's these two dudes that are in that costume and they're having like a romantic affair. Yeah. But they make jokes about it. Dirty jokes about them having sex in the horse costume. Yeah. Like, we're not having out, sex in there. And it's like, it oh, they actually they are. are. Yeah. That was a bit weird. I that didn't understand really the point of that. It was a really cheap like laugh. I think. Yeah. I actually liked a lot about this show. Okay. I don't know if you feel the same as me. I... Don't know how I feel about it because I f- it's so strange and we don't need another like, my brain is breaking. I don't feel like we need another one of those. I know you love those. I love it. But like... I think that's what appealed, like, it's why just, I came out of it. It's trying to do the hard juxtaposition thing where it's just like, you know, kids and kids' lives are like happy and like, yeah. he's a guy who entertains for kids and like, it's all good. And then it's like, but his kid died and like, his sister's like, husband is cheating. Here's a snapshot of him getting a handy J and her freaking out about it. And like, his dad yelling at him because he's not a person to him. He's a money making thing. Yeah. And they have really conf- like the confronting shot of their car getting fucking T boned by a. Ice cream van. It's a very weird... Feel, yeah. Yeah. But they've just tried to go for a real hard juxtaposition. And, like, terrible shit happened. Like, when he's cleaning the house and then, like, there's a thing written on the mirror. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do. Trying to make the drama more hard-hitting by juxtaposing it with this But I kind guy. of... That kind of got me. Like, I yeah. liked that. Well, you would, because they fucking tailor it to do that. Yeah. But unfortunately, I can see that they're trying to tailor it to do that. So it I cheapens think, it yeah, for me. Yeah, I think it's definitely written for someone more like me than you. Yeah. And when I was watching it, I was like, I really like this. I don't think Josh is going to like this as much as I like this. And that's why I was, you know, after we watched it, I was like, I really want to talk to you about this. Mm. I want to know what you thought about this show because in the back of my head, I was like, he's not going to like it, and I like it. It's just a super weird vibe. I don't know what they're going for. I think we might have to keep watching it when it comes out, just to like... Can I just say, like, I actually see. really want to watch it. Yeah, well, we'll just see what they do from here. 
Because, like, Jim Carrey is a fantastic pick for this because he's, like, sort of creepy. Yeah, so creepy. But, like, especially in this, this character's, like, he's not supposed to be creepy, but he just is because inherently he's creepy because he's somebody in a kid's show 24 hours a day. Yeah. And everybody is just trying to take advantage of him all the time or they think that he's, like, a fuckwit or a pussy or whatever. Always. So it's, like, it's weird. And then he's also, like, losing it. And he's going into fits of rage that he, I guess, can't remember or whatever bullshit they're going for. Yeah, so interesting. So I don't know what they're going to do, but the fact that he's, like, right there and he's bought a house next door, there's going to be, like, what, a confrontation with his wife that's going to be so awkward to deal with. And then what? So I just want to see, like, does he hide it that he lives right there for, like, a really long time or... Maybe. He won't be able to because his fucking kid lives there. Mm. No, I actually really liked it. <laughs> I just want to see what they're planning to do with it. Because it could be really good. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be shit. Yeah? yeah. Well, I thought it was going to be like... I found it very, very interesting. I thought it was going to be, here's Jim Carrey, and he has a second personality that's a puppet. Like, the way that they did the ads for it that made it seem of, yeah. sort of like that was what it was. And, like, he's going to lose it, and the puppet's going to be like angry and like his feelings trying to come out and that's not what it is no that's not what it is at all. so i would be happy to continue watching it because that's what i thought it was going to be so i came into it thinking i was going to hate it and then the fact that it wasn't that made it more interesting it seems like a pretty complex show it's cool yeah. but when it's like so blaring what they're trying to do sometimes it like puts me off kilter because it may it just reminds me it pulls me out of it and makes me go oh that's right people wrote this you know what I mean? Because if really like that guy would be like, fuck off. Like, 100%. So they've made this show which is just, look at how crazy this kid's guy is when his life is falling apart. And I'm just like, oh, so that's literally what they wrote on a piece of paper to pitch the show. Yeah, okay. That's you know what I mean? Where coming from. That's it. just pulls me out of it a little bit. Do we want to do some ratings? Do you have any more discussion points you want to talk about? It was not bad at all. No. I did not hate Jim Carrey in it. No. But he's supposed to be a creepy a weird, weird guy. Yeah. So I like that uh Danny Teggio was in it. That was pretty funny. It's a pretty weird celebrity to get. Uh Which was that one? Danny Teggio. He's like he was machete and he was like this oh, the yeah, grand yeah, yeah. the uncle in spy kids and shit. Yep, yep, yep. And also, he was on Conan <laughs> yeah, with him. One of the guys in the suit yeah. is from Mighty Boosh. Yeah. He's like the manager of the, the zoo in the Mighty Boosh. Do you know? Yeah, yeah I know like you very mean. Famous he was comedian. in um yeah he was yeah. in Soapbox with that guy that we really like the other guy. Yeah, he's a very famous comedian. So when I saw him, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Um. So they, yeah, it's a pretty good cast, and even like um his wife and his sister, those two women are very like famous as well. Yeah. They're in movies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they're all like movie actors basically. Yeah. Well, I had that moment of. Oh. So yeah. yeah, his wife is. The secretary from Arrested Development? Yep. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but she's in movies as well. Yeah. Yeah, so the cast is really, really good. Mm. They've obviously spent a lot of money on this show and promoting it, as yeah. we've seen. So A lot. Yeah. I wouldn't but say I disliked it at all. No. I really did not dislike it. I actually really liked it. So. But I don't know what it's supposed to be. Ratings? Plot. I would give it a eight and a half. 
So all those things you're doing in your head when you're thinking, you're supposed to make those thoughts come out of your mouth because we're having a discussion about it. <laughs> so why would you give it that score? I'm just very interested in what's going to happen. I think all the dynamics of the characters are, are very compelling and I just want to know what's going to happen. And I was very like taken aback by the twist about all of them being related. Yeah, and the fact that he is act- it seems like he's going crazy. That's a very interesting plot point for me. Because I like shows like that and movies like that. Yep. So yeah, eight and a half. It's eight and a half. I would probably give it maybe a seven. Okay. From where we started. Because it's set up enough things that I want to keep watching it. Because I want to see him fucking lose it. Even though he's started because he shaved the middle of his head. Oh, that was weird. It's really obvious like how they've set it up. So it's kind of... It's a little bit... Off-putting. Not, it's not off-putting, it's just very obvious. Yeah, okay. And that, how blaringly obvious it is sort of affects me a little bit. But that's about it. So, it still seems like it'll be interesting. Him slowly going down the rabbit hole could be very interesting. Mm. All the interactions between the characters are like... They're, the web is well-organised as well. Seven. I'll give it a seven. Cool. Characters, then. Characters. Everybody's pretty, like, fleshed out, aren't they? They're all very interesting. Yeah. So I'd say probably like an eight. Because people... Stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason. Set characters that we have, you know, so that you can sort of understand where they're coming from. But still believable. Yeah. So I reckon an eight. I might go an eight and a half again. I just really like all the characters. They're very complex. There's a lot going on. Jim Carrey seems very interesting. I just want to know more. And the son, he's like pretty fucked. I like fucked up characters with like a bit of a dark side. Yeah, I thought it was pretty crazy that he wanted to put like a hive of bees in his mum's car. That's pretty funny. Yeah. What you doing? That could have killed her. (laughs) What you got? (laughs) What's in the bag? Bees. (laughs) Are you going to put bees in the back of your mum's car? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the kid seems pretty interesting. I think for these ratings, I always go on... Whether I want to see gut more. Gut feeling. <laughs> yeah, well, gut feeling and like whether I want to see more. Yeah. And I really want to see more from the plot and the characters. Okay. So that's why I'm giving them a really high score. This is good. I have to pull it out of you now because I edit these all the time and I'm like, here's my rating and here's my explanation why. And you're just like, seven. <laughs> and I'm just like, fucking, come on, bruh. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I don't feel like people will think that I'm taking over. No, but you don't. I think we're very equal on the podcast now. Fuck yeah. Costumes. We can't really go costumes. You just got to go like... What about what he wears? So lame. Fuck nailed it, mate. <laughs> he just looks like a like a science teacher. Yeah. That kind of thing. What does his like son describe him as? Uh, somebody's Rosa, like... Rosa Parks bus driver. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just wears like... Almost tweed, but it's not made of tweed, but it's like the same style as like a tweed jacket. Well, he wears a vest, though. It's is a it a vest? Tweed vest, isn't tweed it? Tweed vest. Like a fucking white shirt, collared shirt. And a tie. And his hair is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping he was just going to shave it all off, but he just yeah, shaved thought, like one line. Well, how do you look crazier than shaving off your whole hair? Yeah, you just shave one line of your hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, I guess you could talk about the, the puppets and stuff. He's got that weird, like, ukulele puppet. For costume. Yeah. Well, and then there's, 
you know, his sister's got that weird trash monster, trash thing. monster, soap scum, soap scum, and then there's the weird like two dudes in the monster suit. It's a horse. Is it actually a horse? They call it a horse multiple times. Because <laughs> it doesn't look like a normal horse. Well, no, it's not a kid show. It's like a shaggy It'd be horse. very weird to have like puppets, like a ukulele puppet that plays itself and, and like... A horse. And a horse. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's and there was like a fucking badger in a uh, space suit. Yeah. And like a tube. It was weird. And that person with a broken jaw. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of like puppets and stuff. They kind of freak me out. What about that new... Is it Jenny McCartney? That movie she's making? With puppets? Oh, I'm not sure. It's like puppets in the FBI or some shit. Oh. Yeah, it looks terrible. Gosh. It's like an R-rated movie with puppets. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That actually sounds like Melissa McCarthy, hell. sorry. That sounds like my literal hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's getting advertised hard. I see fucking posters for it everywhere. No. We're not watching that. Not about it? Not about it. I'm not about so Melissa we, McCarthy. So are we gonna fine. we gonna go on costumes then? So you want to put puppets in the costumes? Yeah. Okay. What do you give it then? Seven. And, and why? A half. Because puppets freak me out, so they don't <laughs> they don't get higher than a seven and a half. Okay. And his outfit is pretty gross. I know it's supposed to be like that, but still, I don't like it. I'd seven probably, and a half. I'd probably give it a seven. Yeah. The puppets look like. They look kind of shit. They look kind of shit, but they look overdone. I know you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they've tried to make them look weird and shit. Because when we were kids, it was fucking like Jemima and Big Ted and stuff. It was just like a teddy bear and a girl. Yeah. And now it's like a fucking badger in space and a blue horse <laughs> covered in flames and shit. It's too much. Yeah, it's a lot. What else have we got? General look of the film. So you want to do cinematog as yeah. like all of it again? Yeah. I really like that. We were talking that be- uh, talking about that before, and it seems like it's his brain kind of yeah. misfiring and like doing weird shit, and that's how the show is kind of laid out. And I really like that a lot. Yeah, that was probably one of my favorite parts of the entire episode. It was just um, yeah, how they edited it and how it was produced. I thought it was sick. Cool. Yeah. So I think I give it like a nine. I really liked that part of it. So it shot really well. Yeah. All those hints and stuff are like really obvious hints. And then they did like, I like that. they did your, the reveal that shocked you and didn't shock me is like a pan, like a table pan it freaked you out. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty like good technique used to film it. And then, yeah, they make it obvious that it's just his brain like mm. breaking. The only part that got to me was that, like, it stuck out really annoying. You know when he's going home and everybody's playing, like, Edward Forty Hands? Edward Forty Hands? Yeah, Edward Forty Hands. So, like, there's all those kids with, like, 40s taped to their hands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Edward Edward Forty Hands. When he goes in his house and he turns on the light switch and his lamp turns on. (laughs) You can have your lamp connected to a light switch. But he had a light. Like, it was in the fucking same shot. (laughs) Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Other than than that, Simtrog was good. (laughs) You should have just had a clap light. Yeah, or something. I wonder was... how crisp a clap sounds in this. Looks pretty, looks pretty crisp. Looks pretty crisp, mate. <laughs> Looking at the waveforms, it looks pretty crisp. Yeah, so did you give it a number? I don't know, probably an eight. Cool. It didn't do anything crazy amazing, but it it did its job. Looked good. Yeah. Is it overall now? It's overall now. 
Oh, this is difficult for me because I think I want to give it a high rating because I went into it thinking I wasn't going to like it. So then I feel like I'm pushing up my rating. Do you know what I mean? Compare it to other stuff that you like. Oh. Don't, don't compare it to what you thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's what I'm struggling with. Well, I mean, I've given it pretty much an eight and a half for everything. Yeah. So I might have to go an eight and a half. I actually really liked it. I found it very, very entertaining. Well, and good. I want to watch more of it. And that's, I think that's one of the, the major points of a TV show when you watch a pilot. If you want to watch more of it, that's what they're going for, right? Yeah. And I want to watch more of it. So eight and a half. It made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I did not like it. You get uncomfortable easily though. But I am interested to see what happens. Yeah. I didn't hate Jim Carrey. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be, which I have to separate from because I thought it was going to be a, here's me and here's my real personality and a puppet. Yeah. But I feel like it was a bit obvious what they were trying to do as well. So I'll probably give it like a seven. Okay. I think a seven is like pretty fair for what they gave us because they gave us quality. Mm. It's good content. Yeah. I just like when stuff is a little bit more subtle. When stuff is just like, you, here's the things and you work it out. So yeah, okay. you feel smart about it or, or actual surprise. Whereas this was just like, yeah. It was so much better than I thought it was going to be. Like, I was so surprised. <laughs> I was watching it and I was like, wait, yeah, I actually really like this. Like, am I supposed to be liking this? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You just like what you like. So yeah. fuck it. I feel like I'm like, cop a bit of shit for liking this Jim Carrey show but oh well I mean if the only thing that they have to give you shit about is that Jim Carrey's in it you're just like I didn't fucking pick him yeah exactly it's just in the show I'm just watching I'm just watching it yeah he's not himself yeah he's He's, he's playing a part yeah he's not the show playing fucking whatever if you hate on stuff because people are in it that's a weird way to go about it I don't like a lot of people and some people guaranteed some people ruin shit for you right 100%. 100%. Yeah. But just because they're in it doesn't mean the thing's shit mm. inherently. Sure. So. You can't change who Hollywood's going to cast. I mean, they're still putting Johnny Depp in everything, even though he's a fuckwit. So. Exactly. And if I wanted a weird, creepy guy to play a kid's entertainer, fucking Jim Carrey, I'd go there. That's <laughs> amazing casting. Yeah, I agree. Let us know what you think if you disagree. Well, I guess you can disagree with either of us because we've both kind of got differing opinions, I guess. Well, not really. Neither of us hated it. No, we didn't hate it, but I so, think I liked it a lot more than you. And that's that's what I thought when I was watching it. I I predicted that I would have enjoyed it a lot more than you. That's fair. Yeah. So there you go. Episode 25. Is that 25? Quarter of a century, mate. Quarter cinch? Yep. Technically 26 after the lost episode. But What's the lost episode? Ghosted. <gasps> yeah, shit. Mm. So we got it. We made it to twenty five, even though we started losing shit. Imagine if we recover that one day and we release it as Mate, a lost episode. Why not? It'll be fucking terrible, but it'll be well edited. <laughs> so love it. I reckon, since we made it to twenty five, maybe you could contact us to congratulate us. Yeah, do it. What are our social media plugs, Kate? <laughs> well, we're on all the social media. Uh, what do you call them? Well, you call them pipes. Yeah, pipes. That's the word I was looking for. Well, how could you not remember that? Oh, it's your thing. <laughs> it's not my thing. I got it off Hamish and Andy. Pipes. So Instagram, search Pilot Era Podcast. That's probably like our main... That is where we mainly do yeah, shit. that's our main social media account. Mm. We post a lot of photos and... 
anything um, you send questions us, and stuff on there. Anything you send us, we will read, no matter yeah, where you put and it. We will reply to you, like if you say something interesting. Not if you just post amazing, like on our yeah. picture, because obviously you're <laughs> or not. Or a link actually, to your own shit. <laughs> yeah, obviously you're not actually wanting to comment on our thing, but we actually have had like a lot of really nice comments. Yeah. On our Instagram posts, and I really like talking to other podcasts and like getting some conversation going. So that's cool. So that's Instagram. We do have a Facebook page, which we also post on. Search Pilot Error Podcast on there. Twitter at Pilot Error Pod. I don't think you're going to email us, but we have an email, which is just Pilot Error Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. If you want to send something long form. Yeah. I guess you can't really send a super long message on Instagram. So if you want to send us an essay for some reason. Yeah. I mean, we've had we've actually had a lot of interest on um, our opinions on Disenchanted. So... If you want to try and change our minds about that and want yeah, to send us go. an essay, email us. Yeah, do it. We'll shout you out on the podcast. Why not? All right. I think that's it. Enjoy your evening <laughs> or morning or afternoon or. Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're, We're done. done. We're, We're outskies. Laters. Bye.